Hi, everyone. My name is Julia. And I'm Katie. And we're the hosts of the Runways and Byways Travel Podcast. So today we're going to be talking about knowing yourself and your priorities and planning your dream trip and what a dream trip is to you. So before we start that, as usual, we're going to do our trivia question. Katie, I think it's my week, right? It is. It is. Yeah, I feel like we've been pre-recording a little bit, so... I, I'm just a little disoriented, I guess. Yes, because somebody had a wedding. I did. I am officially married now. Yay. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Feels like it was so long ago. It was six days ago. <laughs> so. Wow. And yeah, so that's why we've been pre-recording things, but now we're going to try to get back to our normal schedule, even though I feel like our season might be ending soon. Maybe. I think this is episode eight or nine. Wow. Yeah. And I don't know how many we were going to do, but. I don't know. We It's like ridiculous that we still haven't even figured that out yet. But, but you know what? We just do it as we go. Yeah. That's pretty much how this whole thing has been going. Just yeah. we're our own bosses. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so my question for you for today, you know, it's, it's funny. It's always hard to like phrase the question because I have the answer up on my screen and like, Every time I say the question, I'm like almost telling you the answer. Like I always have to like stop myself. Oh my god! <laughs> Does that happen to you? Um, no, no, because okay. I really don't want you to get the answer. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> like, there's been so many times where I'm saying the question and like I almost say the answer like while I'm saying the question. That's so funny. Trying to think of like how to phrase it. Okay, this country has the most islands. Okay, I'm <laughs> probably not going to get it, but I'm excited to hear the answer later on. Do you have an idea? I'm just curious. Like, did I mean, anything I jump into your mind? I feel like I have an idea of where it's located, like in what proximity, but I just feel like there's so many places. And sometimes I trip myself up, like, oh, it's obviously this, but like, it could be this tiny thing or like vice versa, you know? Yeah, I feel like that makes sense. I actually found like this like chart just now with like a list of all the countries with like the most islands in order. So I, I could actually like tell you how far on the list your guess is. Mm. Okay. So we'll do that, do that later. Um, yes. I'm probably not going to get it, but like I said, I'm excited to know the answer. To me, I don't think I would get it, but also I could potentially see someone getting it. I just don't think personally I would, mm -hmm. but that's all I have to say about that. Okay. So that's a good question though. It is. Yeah. Yeah. So like I said before, this week, we're going to be talking about knowing yourself and your priorities and planning your dream trip based on your priorities. So how to plan your dream trip within reason. So Katie, would you like to kind of elaborate on this week's topic? Definitely. Yes. So today's topic really the foundation of all of this is to know yourself. And we've talked about this before when talking about traveling with friends, right? And it's really all the same concept. You need to know yourself, know your likes and dislikes before you plan a trip, before you even know what your dream trip is. Because Julie and I, like we said, we've traveled so much and we've gone on these trips thinking that something might be our dream trip. But at the end of the day, we didn't really know ourselves and our personalities and that dream trip ended up being a nightmare trip. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't go that far, but it, there was definitely so many issues because we didn't really think ahead. We didn't really plan it out, right? So what does it mean to know yourself? Just going through every single day, asking yourself, 
do I like this? Do I not? And and not to ignore that little feeling inside of yourself that tells you you don't like something. Just because your opinion or your likes and preferences are different than somebody else doesn't mean that it's wrong. So I think an example of this is when we went to Hawaii. So Julia, would you like to talk a little bit about our planning for Hawaii and how that was kind of different than when we thought it would be? Yeah, I think a lot of it, like you were saying, I think a lot of it is going into things with expectations and not actually knowing yourself or knowing that much about the destination. Like when you think Hawaii, you think quiet, you think tranquil beaches and ukulele music while you're just chilling Mm -hmm. on the beach with a drink. And I had been to Hawaii before, so I knew what to expect. But also I went to Hawaii pre-COVID and it was not super crazy it was like a little commercial but it was still like on the laid back side but katie and i when we were planning our hawaii trip we had gone when did we go july 2021 which is right when hawaii kind of first just opened or it might have been open but i think they dropped a lot of restrictions so it was like a lot easier to go and Mm -hmm. so we were like okay this is perfect like we want to do our big trip like we do every year And Katie had never been to Hawaii, so it seemed like a great place for us to go. And I think going into it, you probably had the expectations that it was how I just described before, right? Like quiet and peaceful. Oh, yeah, 100%. That's literally what I thought Hawaii was going to be. But it was was a little bit different. Yeah, so I mean, it definitely depends where you go. Because I know when I went to Kauai, it was... It was very quiet and peaceful, almost like too quiet that it was like creepy. We were like the only people there sometimes, but we wound up going to Honolulu, just Oahu and the city of Honolulu, just because it was easier at that time to go there. The restrictions were not as intense for Oahu as it was for the other islands, because I remember I wanted to island hop when I was planning it. And I was saying that we should go to Maui and Kauai but you actually had to wear tracking bracelets at that time. And I'm like, I'm not wearing a tracking bracelet. You know, I think that's a little too much. That would kind of ruin my experience. I understand why they're doing it, but I, that doesn't feel like vacation to me. So that's why we chose to primarily stay on Oahu, but we didn't really go into it with our own priorities. We just said, we're going to go to Hawaii and have fun, but we didn't say that we didn't, tell ourselves that we prioritized staying on a beach or we prioritized relaxation or we we didn't say that to ourselves or to even each other but mm-hmm. after the trip knowing now we can see that we prioritized relaxation and comfort and that's not what we got because we went in with that expectation but not knowing that that was also our priority yes And I'd also like to add on that when we planned for Hawaii, we pretty much planned the entire trip ourselves and every excursion was something that we planned to do. So for myself, what I learned from the trip was that I truly do value holding somebody else accountable. I value going into a tour and somebody else being in charge of me because when it's just us, there were so many things that were happening that were going wrong. For example, we were like, oh, we're going to hike Diamond Head on Wednesday. Amazing. But then it ended up being that Diamond Head was closed on Wednesdays. Like we did not think ahead to all these little things that could have happened because again, we're not experts. We do so much research, but sometimes things just slip our mind or they're out of our control. So for myself, when planning a trip, I really need 
help from other people. I need to start booking things that I know that I can rely on somebody else for. So if I was going to do Hawaii again, I would totally do Maui and do some sort of resort in Maui, do research about it so that when I do go away, when I do go on hikes, it might be with a tour from the hotel or a tour from the resort instead of just Julie and I being like, okay, we're going to hike in the morning, do this in the evening. And one issue that we had that really put a damper on our trip was the lines that we did not anticipate for. Do you remember that? Yes. How can I forget? <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Like we did not know that to book um, a reservation, it had to be done literally six months in advance. We showed up that day, like, okay, we want to eat. And they're like, you were supposed to book this literally six months ago. We had no idea we were supposed to do that because we did everything ourselves. Yeah. And I think going into it, a lot of it was because of COVID and because everyone was rushing into Hawaii. So you just mm. couldn't have planned for that because I've been to Hawaii before with my family, I think twice before our trip. I've been to Hawaii and none of that happened. Like we would just be able to go to dinner and it was smooth and we didn't need to wait on lines for anything. And Diamond Head was open. And I just, when we were going into this, I was like, of course, Diamond Head would be open. It's a, it's a park. Like, why would it be yeah. closed? Why would the gates be shut? I didn't even mm -hmm. know there were gates. So yeah. I think it's just, I mean, you definitely have to do your research and know your, what to expect before you get there. And I mean, I thought I knew what to expect, but I also didn't consider all the things that could have changed. Mm -hmm. And even if you've been there, you have, and even if COVID isn't a factor, you do have to kind of still do your research and say like, things could have changed. I haven't been here in five years. Maybe, maybe Diamond Head does close now. I think it's being prepared is very important. And I also think that after this Hawaii trip, I do prioritize having someone help me plan, even though I do feel like I am capable of planning because I have planned so many things for myself that have worked out so well. Like my Puerto Rico trip recently, I did that all myself. Yeah, that's amazing. Everything worked out awesome. And a lot of the trips that I plan happen that way. They just work out great. Just Hawaii was just, there was too many factors that I didn't consider because COVID was so new. But the travel agencies have to consider that. They can't send someone to Hawaii without telling them all of this stuff and when they can go places. Mm -hmm. And I think it's important to be able to hold someone accountable to me. I, I do prioritize that now. And that's why when I was booking my honeymoon, we haven't gone yet. We're going on in two weeks, I think, a little less than two weeks. And we're going to South Africa and Zimbabwe. And when we were planning that trip, my husband, oh, that's weird to say. My I know husband, you said, you were like, I can't wait until I get to say it. Yeah, I got to say it. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> that's like the first time I've said it. So my, <laughs> my husband, he has been there before and he was telling me, no, no, I got it. I got it. I've been there. We could just do as I say. I know where to go. I know what to do. And in my head, I was like, after Hawaii, um, we're still going through COVID restrictions, especially in Africa. So after Hawaii, I don't want to just leave it up to chance. Mm. Even though you've been there, this is completely the other side of the world. I pri I prioritize knowing that my plans will be stable. That's important to me. Yes. And so that's what we wound up doing. And so I think that trip definitely showed me what I prioritize. And I prioritize, I do prioritize relaxing, but in certain situations, I don't think I prioritize that for South Africa because it's a very um, active trip, but I did prioritize that for Hawaii without even realizing it. 
Mm-hmm. And but I think in general, I do prioritize a little order and knowing where I'm going to be at what time and being able to hold someone accountable and know that my plans are stable. I think that's important. And even though I didn't have that for Puerto Rico and it worked out perfectly fine, it is a little anxiety inducing for me now not having that. Yeah. I mean, I love what you said of that. We went on a trip and you learned lessons and you grew from it. And now, you know, when you're planning a big trip, what your boundaries are, what you are willing to accept or not accept. And like you said, like Donato was there before the pandemic. And you know that since the pandemic, things have changed overseas and that you wanted to hold a tour company accountable and you wanted to feel safe and you value that. So it's really great that you knew that. And then you implemented that change. That's amazing. Yeah. And this is not to say that that should be everyone's priority because there's people that prefer to do things on their own. And I mean, sometimes I do too. I really think it depends on the situation, Mm -hmm. but I think that's part of knowing yourself and learning what your priorities are. Exactly. Um, And that reminds me of a similar experience that I've had where I've had to really grow and change. And hopefully I'll, you know, keep those lessons going forward was when I went to Raleigh and I talked about this on the solo trip was I booked a hotel, not even thinking it was about not 20 minutes, maybe 15 minutes from the city. And it was a budget in and going there. I, I felt very unsafe um, being there because it just wasn't, it was in the middle of nowhere uh, it just, you know, it wasn't as nice of a hotel as it could have been. And like I said, I just felt very, very unsafe. And my thought process at the time was, you know, I'm spending so much money on everything else. Who cares? It's a budget in. This is where I'm staying. But now I'm like, no, like I'm a young girl. I'm 25. I'm there alone. And even if I'm with a friend, like safety is such a high priority to me high priority to me. If I do not value safety, then I'm not going. If I feel unsafe going to a place, I'm not going to book a trip there. So going forward, any trip that I'm going to go on, I need to make sure that wherever I'm going, the transportation will allow me to get there safely. I don't have to Uber everywhere, right? Like when we went to Louisiana, the hotel that we stayed at was very safe, very nice, and it was in the city. So we didn't have to walk in all these sketchy areas. We felt very comfortable and safe going from place to place. So for me, that's an example of me knowing myself, me knowing what I can handle, what I can't handle, and me basing my dream trip around that that top priority. So it sounds like you almost went into that trip prioritizing money, but you came out of that trip prioritizing safety because yeah. you, you booked that budget in saying I'm prioritizing my budget mm-hmm. but it, looking at, at that you could still prioritize your budget even if you're staying in a nice hotel mm-hmm. just by compromising in other ways like for example when we stayed like you mentioned before when we stayed in Louisiana and we stayed in the middle of the city when we were around so many things we saved on transportation because we were able to mm-hmm. walk everywhere we didn't have to pay for for ubers and lifts and whatever just wherever we were going we that was an expense we really did not have because we mm-hmm. were staying somewhere that was central and safe as opposed to when you were in Raleigh or staying outside of Raleigh you had to mm-hmm. uber everywhere and you didn't save money on that. You were actually spending more money. So in reality, you didn't cut costs at all there. 
That actually makes so much sense, Julian. I really wish that I would have thought that before I went, because when I looked at the hotel, it was just like, what's the cheapest? It wasn't like, well, you know, it's close to the city. If I stay at this hotel and it's way nicer and way safer, this is obviously the better option. I just didn't even go in thinking about that. So like, how are we supposed to know what our priorities are if we don't even like know ourselves and know what kind of trip we want? So that's actually a really good point. Yeah. You probably spent more being unsafe, which is crazy to think about. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's really important to, even if you're going into this and especially because a lot of our listeners are people that are budget traveling, because that's what my blog and the podcast do focus on is budget travel. You know, we're not rich and I I barely even have a job at this point. So it's not that you can go anywhere on a budget. It's just, just compromise somewhere else. You don't need to compromise your safety. You could still prioritize your money and also prioritize your safety at the same time. It doesn't have Mm -hmm. to be one or the other. For sure. There's definitely a balance. Um, But there's actually one point I wanted to mention where sometimes there is no balance. And sometimes it is smart to think that you shouldn't go somewhere because you won't have the full experience that you're deserving of. So with that said, um, Julie and I recently, well, not recently, but like a year ago, went to Splish Splash. And Splish Splash for me is a place that I love. And if somebody asks me, I automatically am like, yes, let's go to Splish Splash. But then you think and you have to know yourself, you know, you have to wait on lines for three hours at a time. Um, and you're standing in the hot sun and you're moving around. And it's like the idea of something sometimes is actually better than implementing it if you know yourself. So for us, we had this friend who was like, oh, let's, let's get a cabana, this, that, the other. And Julie and I were like, oh my gosh, like, are we willing to splurge so much on this cabana? Like, we don't mind. We'll just wait on lines. We'll do this, do that. But we ended up getting the cabana and it was just so nice to have a place to stay. I felt so safe. I felt so comfortable. There was like a waiter there too, who, who brought us drinks, who brought us food. And we were like, wow, This is a different experience. And I'm not trying to say that you have to blow the bank to go there, right? But I didn't even realize to me that I prioritize, like like we said before, comfort and relaxation. And I think going forward, any place that's similar to Splish Splash, right? Where you have to stay in the hot sun and wait on lines. I'm almost like, I don't know if I would do that trip again. Um, You know, if it's really not going to be that ideal thing, like maybe I would say no and do something else that I know I will feel that feeling of relaxation and comfort, because if if I go there and I don't have that relaxation and comfort, what's the point? The idea does not meet the feeling that I want to have, if that Mm -hmm. makes sense. Yeah, it does. Because I felt similarly, except when people always brought up like Splish Splash and other water parks, I would always be like, ew. But then because I'm just it just I hated being like uncomfortable and wet and cold and hot and sweaty. So you already knew yourself more than I did going into it. Because I'm always like, oh, fun, fun, fun. But then it's not. Yeah. And I always knew that I didn't like them, but in my head, it was just like, okay, just, I won't go or I'll just go and be miserable. There was no middle ground for me. Like I didn't know that I can go there and just spend a little money and then be comfortable. Like that just didn't ever occur to me that that was even an option. Mm -hmm. So when our friend invited us and said that we were getting the cabana, I was like, and I had a great day that day because I wasn't uncomfortable. I didn't realize how much I prioritized comfort. Yeah. 
same here. I never realized how much I prioritize comfort because I'm always just like new experience, new experience. But like, what good is a new, amazing experience if you truly are not going to be comfortable because then you get upset. Then you're like, the expectation has not been met. I am not having a great trip. And, you know, like it's great to grow from that and learn, but maybe sometimes we have to stop and think before we go anywhere. Yeah. And I don't think that's true for everybody. I mean, I do think that everyone should stop and think, but I mean, truth is everyone's different. Not everyone does prioritize comfort. There might be someone who doesn't mind being outside in the hot sun all day and would just like go anywhere and do anything. And I like to think that I'm like that. And I do try to push myself to be like that. Mm -hmm. But I know that splish splash when it came to that, even though that's not a real true vacation, it's just an experience we've had. But Mm -hmm. I know from that, I hate being wet and uncomfortable and hot and sweaty and icky. And I feel like there's germs all over me. I hate that feeling. Mm. So going somewhere like India, I feel like I, that is an experience that people say you feel when you're in India. And I don't know Mm. if I would truly enjoy that trip unless I maybe made it comfortable for myself. And if someone invited me to India right now and said, it's going to be like dirty and like, we're, we're going to just sleep in tents or whatever, like I, I would still go. So mm-hmm. I guess I do prioritize adventure over comfort, but I really think for me, it depends on the situation. That's true. And I also feel like for me, knowing myself, it also does depend on the company that I keep, right? Like, I feel like if me and you were going to go to Splish Splash, I truly feel like we'd still have a great time waiting on lines. Like we're talking, we're laughing, we're joking. Um, So I think with us, like we could do that. I know with some other people having that same experience or even going by myself, I don't think that it would be the same experience so that also brings me to another point of knowing yourself well enough to know the company that you keep especially when it comes to traveling and we've talked about traveling with friends before but I do think it all ties into prioritizing what's important to you right yeah I do agree I guess it comes down to prioritizing friendship or prioritizing the trip itself because Mm. like I brought up in the other podcast with my friend she was offered a trip to germany like basically free and she prioritized friendship over the trip in this case because she said i would rather go to germany with someone that makes me happy Mm. she didn't prioritize the trip she could have prioritized the trip and said you know what i'm gonna go because i love germany and i don't care who i'm going with so I think it really you really need to sit down with yourself and say like what do i want out of this trip do i want to see Germany or do I want the company? You know what I mean? I don't know if I'm saying that that correctly. It makes so much sense because even with me in my life, I have um, certain friends that I love. And when we're here, we have so much fun, but they keep on asking me to go to, let's say Canada, right? They, They asked me to go to Canada and every fiber of my being wants to say yes, because I just love adventure and new experiences. But then I stop and I think and I put myself in that situation and I think you know being with them how does that make me feel over a long period of time honestly it kind of drains my energy we're into different things we have different interests it would not be the Canada trip of my dream it would not be my dream trip if I'm truly honest with myself and there's nothing wrong with that like I said I love them to death I love hanging out with them in you know a few hours like a short span of time but for a week or even 
a short weekend, I think it would be too much on me. And I know that about myself and there's nothing wrong with that. So sometimes you do have to say no to certain things that, you know, you think would be so much fun, but sometimes, you know, the company might drain you. But again, like if you, if that doesn't even matter to you and you're like, I don't care who I go with, I'm going to Canada and you know that you can handle that. That's amazing too. It's just all about personal preference and priorities. Even beyond the company, it also is you have to reflect if it's the right time for you to go. Mm. Because I think if you don't, if it's just the wrong, if you're in the wrong place in your life and you just really want to go to Paris and you're like, I have to go, I'm going to push myself to go. I'm going to push myself to go. Whether you can afford it or not, like it's just, if it's not the right place in your life, you're not going to have a good time. I think you need to prioritize your life sometimes over your dream trip. Otherwise it's not going to feel like your dream trip. Mm. I remember somebody said one time that, you know, in this life, we can have it all. We can have our dream life, but not all at the same time. Sometimes we have to be patient. Mm -hmm. And it reminds me of something my friend told me that it was around the same time that we were planning our trip to Hawaii. She also wanted to go to Hawaii. It was a dream of hers, but she was pregnant at the time. She was six months pregnant and she knew she wanted to go on a trip. You know, people do their baby moons and she really wanted to go to Hawaii. But again, she stopped and she thought and she said, you know what? The things I want to do in Hawaii I cannot do right now. I physically cannot do. For example, I want to go hiking. Like I want to go to Diamond Head and I want to eat specific food, like certain kinds of fish. And I want to go walking here and and do this. And I just cannot do that at that time in my life. And I'm not going to force myself because I know then I'm going to spend all this money and not have my dream trip. Like I'll think it's my dream trip because I'm there but it's not the right time in my life. So she ended up going to St. Lucia instead. And she stayed in an all-inclusive resort where everything was there. She felt very comfortable. She felt very secure. And she got to do things that were within her um, like life that she could do right now within her comfort zone. And I think that's just really important because like I said, sometimes I just am like adventure Hawaii. I need to go. Who cares? Like, but she knew herself that she just would not have her dream trip. And I'm really proud of her for, for sticking to that and making sure she put herself and her peace and her comfort first. Yeah. I think that's so important. And especially like if she went to Hawaii, imagine how miserable she would have been because even mm-hmm. we were miserable there. I can't imagine we how were exhausted. Yeah. Yeah. I can't imagine how a pregnant person would feel. And especially going in with those ex- same expectations that we had mm-hmm. and just being crushed on every level. Yeah. So like I said, like for her and us at that time, maybe we should have thought like, is this the trip that we want right now? Do we want to have to book everything? Do we want to run around and just make sure everything's perfect? Or do we want to relax? Like we've been talking about relaxing a lot, but that just shows that we know ourselves and we know our priority. And if that's not you, that's amazing. You value, like maybe you do value running around everywhere. You don't mind waiting on lines and that's the trip for you. That's amazing too. So like we said, it's just a matter of knowing yourself and just like knowing what you want. Yeah. I think like moral of the story, your dream trip is only going to be your dream trip if you take the steps to make it your dream trip. You can't just, I mean, you can just go somewhere on a whim and make it your dream trip. But I think there's more than that in a lot of cases. You really Mm -hmm. have to know why it's your dream trip. Sit down and say, why do I want to go to Paris so bad? Is it for the food? Maybe I shouldn't go while pregnant if I can't eat the food there. Mm -hmm. You need to sit down and say to yourself, just because it's 
my dream, there's more to it than just why is it your dream? That's kind of what I'm trying to say. Prioritize. We wanted to go to Hawaii to relax. That's why it was our dream because it looked beautiful to relax. And we didn't get to do that there. We should have prioritized relaxing Mm -hmm. and holding people accountable. And so you really need to sit down, reflect on your past trips. I challenge you to just sit down for a little while and say, what went wrong on that trip and why? What did I want out of that trip? What did I get out of that trip? And what Mm -hmm. could I do differently next time to ensure that my needs are met? Yeah. And that's actually such a great point, Julia. And I was just thinking too, I think one of our dream trips that we went on was a trip that we didn't even plan. Um, so one of my dream trips that Julia and I went on was to New Orleans. We used this company called Pack Up and Go, and we ended up having an absolutely amazing time. And I think part of it was that we filled out this survey ahead of time of uh, talking about things that we value. And we kind of realized like, there are some things that we thought that we valued that we really didn't, you know, like we were like, no, like we, we definitely want nature, but maybe we could do without the museums. Right. Like, whereas before we might've been like, no, we have to do this, 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 we have to fit it all in. But sometimes it's not even about that. Sometimes it's kind of is about picking and choosing what's important to you. And what was important to us was accessibility. We wanted a place that we felt safe, that we could walk to different places that we wanted to do. We wanted to see nature. We wanted to go to nice restaurants, which were nearby. And we had all of that because we told them exactly what we wanted once we had that chance to reflect. Yeah, I think that trip was so perfect because it was tailored to our priorities and only our priorities. There was no bias in there saying we uh we want to go to this specific place, this specific place. We it was totally tailored on our priorities. And mm-hmm. you know, even if you don't plan on going on a pack up and go trip, honestly, it might be a good idea just to log on to their website, fill out the survey and take a look at it at, by yourself and just say like, "Hmm, this is really what I prioritize." just to further reflect on it. So you could make your next trip even better for yourself. That's so true. And I just made this connection now too. I feel like when you're planning your dream trip, it's not even about the specifics because when we went to new Orleans, when we saw new Orleans, we were like, what, what are we doing? What's in new Orleans? We have no idea, but we focused on the feeling that we want, like of just being comfortable, of being adventurous, of having a balance, feeling calm. Like we put our feelings first. And then I think the rest follows because then when we start looking into it, oh, a bayou tour. Well, we did say that we prioritize nature. So we want to do that. Oh, like this nice restaurant that's nearby. Well, we did prioritize having nice food experience. Like, so I think once you realize like the feeling that you want to have, then you focus on the specific details of it. Yeah. When planning, prioritize your feelings. Mm -hmm. It's another thing to prioritize. Yeah. So we've talked so much about prioritizing. I feel like I've really reflected on even just this episode, things that I want and just going into our next trip. Um, I think we know exactly what we're looking for. Yeah, I think this episode I've learned about myself, even even though we kind of planned out what we were going to talk about this episode, I didn't really, I learned more about myself talking through it with you mm-hmm. also. And I'm finding what I wanted and what I didn't want just from having this conversation. And I hope mm-hmm. everyone that's listening has also felt that way and that you're starting to think about what you want and don't want from a trip. And so you could plan your dream trip yeah, within that's reason. True. Yeah. 
Like it would be so good to write down your thoughts and your feelings, but then at the same time to share them with a friend, because I think when you talk to a friend who really listens, they allow you to create even more connections, even more realizations that you didn't think you had in the first place. And they could even challenge you. Like, I think if, you know, maybe we had somebody to challenge us or we challenge each other, like, oh, but you know, you're planning all this stuff in Hawaii. Do you really want to go here, there, do this, do that? Like, don't you like to relax? And then, you know, you could fight them if that's not what you really feel, but then you could also like stop and think and like, you know what, you're right. So I think it's important to, like I said, like reflect by yourself and then also talk about it with a trusted friend before you start the planning process. Yeah. I think that's really important because even this conversation, it did get me thinking of things that you brought up that I didn't even realize that I prioritized and I'm sure vice versa. Mm, So I think that's important to get like the, um, the thing about what did you say about Hawaii, about, um, having someone held accountable. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Because I had like thought that to myself here and there, but I never really sat down and said like, this is a priority to me, but Mm -hmm. I feel like talking to you kind of got that out of me. And I was like, yeah, that is a priority to me. And when we were planning our South Africa trip, even though I didn't explicitly say it when we were planning it, I did kind of have it in my head and being able to talk to you about it is really telling me like, yes, that's a priority, whether I like forget it sometimes or not, that is my priority. Mm. Yeah, that's a good point. So yeah, I think this brought a lot out of both of us. Yes. And we hope that it brought a lot out of you as well. And Julie, you know, you said you could go on the pack up and go website and check out those resources. We also have a resource on the runways and byways um, website. Where yes, you we do. can think about your, your dream trip. So do you want to talk about that for a little bit? Because I think it really ties into what we're talking about here. It does. Yeah. So we actually have a choose my destination feature. And I actually think this would be a really helpful thing for you to fill out on our website at www.runwaysandbyways.com. If you click on travel planning and then choose my destination, we have a survey where you can put in everything you prioritize in a trip and we'll choose your destination for you. And there's no commitment. So we're not booking anything for you. You don't have to go book anything. It's just, I guess, a way to reflect on what you want, like, like pack up and go did for us, except there was mm-hmm. commitment involved in that. We actually did have to have the trip booked through that, but this is a little less commitment for you to find what you want in a trip. And we'll even be able to kind of give you some insight about what we think you're looking for based on what you tell us. So I think we could almost be that third or second person in your situation, giving you feedback. Yeah, definitely. Because like I said, when we got the pack up and go answer and it said new Orleans, we were both like, okay, like, how did that fit into our priorities? And then we realized that it really did. It really had everything that we wanted, like in terms of feeling. And like we said, with the specifics, like we did not know the specifics of Louisiana at the time, but we knew how we wanted to feel. And honestly, at the end of the day, it did give us that. And we didn't even realize that it would. So that's something that we could help you to realize, you know, choosing a destination that you never even considered, which is awesome. Yeah. And that was kind of our mindset when we created it because we liked the idea of pack up and go, but we didn't want to have all that commitment in it. We wanted to help people to realize their priorities and realize what fits into that box that they've made for themselves without having to force them to go somewhere. Because I love the Mm -hmm. idea of pack up and go, but sometimes I just want to know like, Hey, I'm feeling this way. Where do you think I should go? Yeah. So I think that, and ours is obviously 
a lot cheaper than Pack Up and Go, oh, considering yeah. we're not sending you anywhere. It's just kind of something to get you thinking and get you on the right track. So again, if you want to check that out, that's um, www.runwaysandbyways.com. If you click on travel planning, and then you'll find it under that tab. It is called Choose My Destination. But we also have other services there. We also give travel advice and we have travel recommendations. If you're going somewhere specific and you need uh, food food advice or activities advice, we also do that. But I feel like Choose My Destination definitely really ties into this. So, But if you want to check out any of that, that's on the website. Yeah, awesome. So do you have anything more to add to this topic? I feel like we've really give a lot of examples and tips. I think we did. And I mean, I'm sure when we get off this call, I'm going to, a million other things will come to my head saying like, oh, we should have talked about that because I feel like I could pull examples from every trip I've been on. Oh, but definitely. I, really, <laughs> I think we got our point across. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So okay. is it that time? I think it is that time. And oh. I did lose my phone while we were talking here somehow. Oh, there it is. I was going to say, because oh. the, the answer is on my phone. Oh, and gosh. I, I do remember the answer. It's just that I wanted to like give you like the statistics and all that. And I felt like I couldn't do that without my phone. So, but mm. I found it. I threw it somewhere while we were talking and I didn't even realize. Okay. okay. Glad we got that settled. <laughs> yes. So, my question was, well, again, it's not really a question. There wouldn't be a question mark at the end of this, but more like a fill in the blank. This country has the most islands. I feel like there's so many things I want to say. I want to say the Philippines. I just feel like that's such a basic answer. And I don't know if that's truly correct. Um, I also feel like there's a, a lot of islands off the coast of Africa, but it's not coming to me. So you know what? I'm just going to say the Maldives or the Maldives. Yeah, I actually don't know how to pronounce that. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> I never thought about that. But yeah, um, that is not the answer. No. Uh, do you want to just keep guessing for fun or do you want me to tell you? Um, is it off the coast of Africa? It is not. It's off the coast of Asia. It is not. Well, then you got me. <laughs> I was like, you didn't list out every continent there. You still got a few to go. I know, but, but I truly thought that was the, like the location. It, yeah, it's not. Um, do you want me to tell you? Please tell me. Actually, so, no, give me a hit. Do you want me to give you the hit. continent? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so the continent is Europe. Greece? No. Do you want me to tell okay, you the answer now, know. or do you want to keep guessing? No, I really don't know. I'm going to make myself look dumber than I really am. Okay, so... The correct answer is Sweden. I would not. What? I didn't even know Sweden had islands. No, for real. I, I think I heard it a long time ago and then I completely forgot about it. And I looked it up today and I was like, oh, interesting. So Sweden, actually, do you want to guess how many islands Sweden has just for fun? Oh, gosh. I literally, it could be anything. Um, but I feel like if it has a lot, it has to be a lot. So I'm just, is it more than 100? Uh, yeah, a little bit. A oh, little bit. Okay. Uh, one, <laughs> 137. So when I said a little bit, I'm being sarcastic. There's actually like way above 100. Oh. <laughs> there's actually way above 1,000. I don't know how. What? There's actually way above 100,000. Way above 200,000. Do you want me to just say it? I feel like I'm like mind blown right now. Okay, yeah, right? Tell me. There is 268,000 islands that are part of Sweden. 
I feel like this is not real life. I don't know. That's what all these diagrams say. <laughs> I mean, you could... I don't understand. Do people live there? I am not sure. I'm going to look that up, actually. I'm pretty curious now that you mentioned That's that. so curious. I'm assuming some of them have to be uninhabited because they must be so small for them to have 268,000 islands shoved into that small area. They have to be, like, tiny, right? I'm um, so confused. I'm looking it up. Are all Sweden's islands? I spelled everything wrong in the sentence. <laughs> Inhabited. Uh, Google should understand me. Uh, okay. Um, wait. Uh, that was not helpful. Yeah, this is not helpful. Oh, okay. Here, I got it. So in total, there's two hundred two hundred sixty-seven thousand five hundred seventy islands in sweden and fewer than a thousand are inhabited wow so that's pretty crazy yeah i literally cannot believe it <laughs> so you guessed philippines before and that actually is on the list of countries with the most islands it's not let me see one two three four five six seven it's number eight on the list wow so do you want to guess how many Philippines has? Or are we giving up on Some that? Some obscure crazy number. <laughs> um, okay, let's just go with 100,000. No, so Philippines actually has 7.64 thousand. So Okay, that's more reasonable. Significantly less than Sweden, yes. Oh my gosh, wow. So I could read you out the list of the countries with the most islands if you want. I think I have like the top 10 here or something. Sure. Or like the top 11, I don't know, I'm not good at counting. But Sweden's number one, Norway's number two. Finland is number three, Canada's number four, the U.S. is number five, Indonesia is number six, Australia is number seven, Philippines is number eight, Japan's number nine, Chile's number 10, and China's number 11. Wow. So any of those surprise you? You know what? I feel like nothing surprises me anymore after hearing that Sweden has over 200,000 islands. Yeah, I know. That really got me too. But yeah. one that does surprise me on here actually is United States, even though I do kind of get it, but they have 18.6 thousand islands. But like, what? <laughs> See, that I don't know. But I mean, but you have to think even by Long Island, there's what is there? Block Island, Shelter Island. There's mm. like so many little islands that like people don't That's even. That's true. Like Randall's Island. Exactly. Like, People don't really go to them or think about them, but oh, it's so like they are there. Yes. Yeah. So they all count. That's, it's just like, I never think about it. Like when I think of an island, I think of like a giant island. I don't think of like these tiny little things, you know? I know. That's probably why you were thinking of Philippines because they have a lot of like bigger-ish islands, even though yeah. we've now learned they have 7,000 something, but you were probably yeah. thinking of like a nation just that's made up of islands. Yeah, that's kind of my thought process. Like I thought of like the Maldives and I was like, oh, like it's there's it's plural. There has to be a bunch of islands there. <laughs> I, I don't mean, know. You I guess your train of thought was correct. I honestly don't know what I would have guessed for this if I was given the question because it's hard for me to say because I was kind of given the answer as soon as I looked it up. But mm. I, I do get your train of thought, even though I don't think that would have been my first guess. I don't really know what mine would have been, not that. But I, I see what you where you were thinking there thank you i yeah. appreciate the validation you're welcome you don't get a point for it but that's okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i don't know the score i think i am i winning or are we tied 
Well, let's just say we're tied. I don't think we're tied. <laughs> we have to go back and listen to every episode with the trivia question. I know. This is going to be so chaotic now. <laughs> I know. We should have just been keeping score. Especially... I mean, usually we keep score at the end of the episode, though. Yeah, except this one. Maybe someone could tell us in the comments, like, yes, I don't know. Throw us a bone. I don't know. <laughs> They're like, we really don't care. <laughs> yeah. Right. I clicked on this by accident. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um I think today's episode was really helpful not just for the viewers but also for myself and I really enjoyed it. Is there anything else you'd like to add? Yeah, I feel the same way. I think I hope our viewers got as much out of this as I got out of this. Yeah. So and again, but- do not forget to check out the website. Yes, you could check out www.runwaysandbyways.com. Make sure to subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on Instagram. And what else is there to follow us on? TikTok, Spotify. I said YouTube already. Pinterest? I feel like, I yes, Pinterest. I feel like I have so much social media now. I just can't even keep track. Just look us up everywhere. Yes. You could subscribe <laughs> to our newsletter by signing up to get the budget travel planner and I'm also planning on making a subscription for our podcast so that you're notified every single time we post an episode that's still in the works I'm still working out some minor details but I'm hoping to have that up soon at least by the time we have our next season up I just haven't had time but now that the wedding's over I think I could finally start working on that so exciting things coming yes and I think that's it right Katie I think that's it for me today perfect all right See you on the next episode of the Runways and Byways Travel Podcast. Goodbye. Whether your plane is taking off from the runway or you're driving down a byway, we'll be your guides through it all.